0: Welcome to the Texas Home Improvement Super Podcast with Jim Dutton. All the best calls this week throughout the state of Texas. Brought to you by America's Choice Windows, where you'll get 10 windows for just 36.80. Hey Jim Dutton here, host of Texas Home Improvement. I want to welcome you to our podcast. Got some email questions I need to get taken care of, so let's jump right in and get them going. I have a home theater with a floor that is six inches lower than the hallway from which you enter. This was to allow a riser for a second row of seats. Under the threshold of the hallway door is a thin metal sheet covering about five inches of carpet. This sheeting bends down at a 90 degrees to cover the floor transition. It's the same color as the threshold, chocolate, which is also metal. Do you know what this metal sheeting thing is called. I need another one for transition from the theater to the office. Also step down. I can't find one because I don't know what it's called. I'd also appreciate it if you could tell me where to find this thing. Well the main reason you're not finding one, it's not available at the stores. A piece of sheet metal that big was probably custom bent so what you really need to do is find a sheet metal shop that can bend one for you. As far as the color, it's available, readily available in fact, for gutters. Gutters come in 12 inch wide sheets and so they just bend them down and basically that's what they did for your threshold. So again, find a sheet metal shop that's willing to bend some uh, light gauge metal for you. That was from Fred in Spring. Alright, next question came in. Our house was built in 2001. It has gable vents on the south and north side. It also has three birds on the west side. For quite a few years, the gable vents were fine. About two years ago, the gable vents started leaking when the rain and wind would come from certain directions. We have had the gables and the stone around the gables sealed and supposedly repaired, but it still gets leaks when the conditions are just right. I'm thinking about having the gables sealed up. The house has a porch all the way around it. The soffits above the porch are vinyl, but are not vented. I'm thinking about adding solar vents. I would greatly appreciate your thoughts on what the best way to proceed on this. I love your show and listen all the time. Well, Bob, if those gable vents were working all those years and all of a sudden they're leaking, there's got to be a reason. So we need to look and find the reason. You know, one of the things that a lot of times people fail to catch is on the backside of a gable vent, there's usually screen material. And what that screen does is two purposes. One, it keeps flying insects from going into the into the uh, attic. But the other thing, when water hits those louvers on the gable vents and it splashes, it doesn't let it splash inside. It hits the screen and basically that stops it so that could be the problem doubtful but it very well could be but what what is more likely is there's is a leak in the wall somewhere the water is running down the backside getting onto the two by fours and then running it down on the inside of the wall so really what we need to be looking for is probably something in the attic more so than on the outside of the thing now if you do want to make the switch to solar powered fans that's fine. Uh, the old gable vents, though, they actually did a pretty good job. Especially if your house is built in the 50s or earlier, they really knew how to vent things properly back then, because they weren't worried about air conditioning. It was all done with the venting. But again, if you do want to switch over to solar, make sure you got plenty of soffit vents. And I, I, I'm talking about you need to have a hole at least every four foot, and then use your solar powered and close up everything else and that will work just fine. Alrighty, Bob, I hope that gets you through it, out in crumb there, and uh, let's see, let's make a trip on down to Houston now. Just pulled up the wood riser frame that was in the sunken den, room make it level with the surrounding floor. Water extraction took about 100 gallons of water, insurance claim put in, water extraction company got water out and is progressing with the mold remediation that was on the wood frame wood frame totally removed from house company is waiting till the air scrubber safe readings are there before going back in no visible sign of where the leaks are leak detection company has not yet been scheduled pretty sure it's not going to be from broke pipe as water was has remained on before leak detection company comes out what should we be looking at to help diagnose the problem happy to provide more details if you need them. Wow. So, if you got a sunken room like that, you know, over time, all concrete cracks. And what happens a lot of times is that you'll get just a crack where the concrete turns and heads up, you know, we're in that corner down there, and water will start soaking in. The other thing you got to remember, concrete is porous. Water will go through concrete. So if the soil outside is getting saturated and it's wet this year, third wettest summer on record, water will soak in. And so if that's what's happening, all the extraction in the world isn't going to fix it. Now, you could just fill it in with concrete, and that you know, would take care of the problem. But if you want to keep the sunken room, you're going to be dealing with a lot of other stuff. You can put some sealers on there and things like that but I gotta be honest anything you put on the inside of the concrete if there's static pressure pushing water through the concrete it will peel it off. And I know a lot of them will say no it doesn't peel it off. The whole thing is most of them aren't designed for that static pressure. It's only designed for moisture that kind of weeps through. So as, as far as uh, what else to look for, I think that's what you're going to be looking for is a crack somewhere and is moisture just plain traveling through the concrete. I don't really have a, a, a good answer for you on that other than on those sunken living rooms. You're typically better off to fill them in with concrete and have them gone. CBI, I sure hope that helps you out with that. All right, let's head to McKinney, Texas. What is the cause of stains on ceilings? How to identify, diagnose, and fix them? Any professional advice to take care of this problem? Thank you, Becky. Becky, the the stains on ceilings are typically caused by water. That's it. I mean, that's typically what does it. Now, the water source is a different story. It can be from a leaking roof. It can be from an air conditioning line that's sweating up in the attic. It can be from rodents doing things you just don't even want to think about on your ceiling. Regardless, the fix is the same. If the sheetrock is soft where it's starting to sag, you're going to have to cut it off and replace it. If all it is is stained, get the water problem taken care of, put a pigmented shellac on there. Now, zinzer is a product that I like to use. Uh, You just paint it on there, it seals it up so the stain doesn't come through again, and then you can repaint the ceiling. If it messed up the texture and stuff, you obviously will have to take care of that as well. But usually, if it's just got a wet spot and you take care of the moisture problem early enough, all you got to do is seal it, paint it, and you're good to go. Sure hope that helps you out on that. Okay, let's talk a little air conditioning in Plano, Texas. Hey Jim, I had my upstairs A.C. replaced last October by Total Air and Heat in Plano. It is currently covered by a one-year parts and labor warranty. The kids have been married and gone for many years, so the only time we even turn the A.C. on is when we have house guests. The first time was in July, and the outside temperature was over 100 degrees. We set the thermostat at 72 degrees. And the system ran non-stop, but never got to the temperature down to 72. It got down to about 75 fairly quickly, but then stayed there for most of the day. I've had them back out five times. They have replaced the Schrader valve, the TXV, the inline dryer, slowed down the fan speed, etc. I have done everything they have suggested, such as trimming bushes, no difference, can't stop the temperature below 74 degrees. They don't return calls when they promise to. They now say that I need to turn my AC on for at least two days before I have company so the walls and furniture have time to cool down. They replaced my 2.5 ton unit with a 2 ton unit. Manual J showed that 1.1 was the right size for a 600 square foot area. My one year warranty runs out in two months and now that the outside temps are cooling down I'm kind of stuck Do you have a recommendation is there a person in the area that does consulting that I can call to review the system design and provide a reliable statement that I can take to total air so that they have to resolve this thanks for any suggestions you may provide Roger I hate to tell you this but I think they kinda steered you in the right direction already when they told you you're gonna i think two days is too too soon but if you're gonna have company the next day and you want that room temperature down you need to turn the ac on the night before the thing you got to remember is insulation is a resistance and if you're not running the ac unit the insulation is going to heat up and it's going to take hours and hours for the ac system to cool that insulation back down. And it's not just in the walls, it's in the ceilings as well. So by turning that AC system on the night before, it's got all night in the cooler temperatures to cool that insulation down. Then the next day, the AC system doesn't have to work quite as hard to try to cool down all those heated up walls and furniture and things like that. Now, if you do want to get a manual J done and you know get somebody else out there to double check it, by all means, call Advent Air. let them come out, check the system over, because it's not necessarily that it's the wrong size system. What a lot of people fail to realize is how the system is installed can make all the difference in the world. If it's got air leaks, if it's not got the right size copper lines, all these different things make a difference on how the system functions. So, yeah, get another... You know, company out there, take a look, do the manual J, the whole nine yards, and verify it. But i got to be honest, I think total air already kind of stirred you in the right direction. Good luck with that, Roger. All right, let's head to Ponder, Texas. And, you know, every morning my windows are so fogged up with moisture on the outside you cannot see out. I was told this is normal. I thought the double pane with argon gas in between was supposed to keep heat out and cool in, and the two would not mix. Is there something or someone I can get out to look at my problem and give me some suggestions? What should I do? I fear the winter. It would be reverse, and I will have the moisture on the inside. Well, Larry, I guess the first question I have, are these brand new windows, or is this something that's been going on? You know, if it's brand new windows, I'm questioning the efficiency of those windows, because that is like you said, exactly what the argon gas is supposed to do. The thicker the dead air space between the panes of glass, the less of this problem you'll have because that's the insulating factor in there. So you can have somebody out there to take a look at it. And is it going to reverse in the winter months? Usually not. Uh, Usually this is a bigger problem in the summer months. Uh, And the reason for that, your air inside the house is usually extremely dry when you're running a heater and so it keeps the moisture from building up on those windows. So I don't think you'll have a huge problem with that. But yes, if the windows are less efficient, they're gonna sweat on the outside. The more efficient the window, the less sweating on the outside you're gonna have. And of course, temperature differences can have some factor in this as well. In other words, if you like to keep it at 68 degrees in the house at night, It's going to sweat a little bit in the morning. Good luck with that, Larry. And uh, let's see here. One more that we're going to do in North Richland Hills. I have a few questions for you. I recently purchased a home, and I'm looking at putting in floors. Went up to Floor and Decor and picked out a wood-like vinyl called Nucor. This product doesn't require a moisture pad underneath it. My question is, do you think it would be better to use the pad or not? Also, the inspector for the house found that he couldn't trip the GFI outlets. Should I replace the outlets or hire an electrician to fix the problem? By the way, the house was built in 2000. Well, let's start with the floor. You know, one of the things that that pad does underneath the floors is stop moisture. But the other thing it does is sound deadening. Uh, And the different pads do different or or do a better job of that. So if you don't like the hollow sound of walking on some of the uh, laminate floors and such, I would recommend that you take a look at putting the pad underneath. They got one that is just totally dead, makes it really sound like you're walking on a hard surface. So that's a great way to to look at it. In fact if you go into Floor & Decor, they've got some displays set up with a golf ball that you can drop on the different types of floors with that pad underneath it so you can hear the difference. As far as that GFI, replace it. Uh, obviously, something has you know shorted out on the GFI where it's not tripping properly. That truly concerns me a little bit because normally, if a GFI is going to fail, it's going to trip and fail, not fail in the locked-on position. I mean, that's the whole purpose of a GFI if there's a short to trip. So, I do have a little concern over that. I would try replacing the receptacle first. If that doesn't fix the problem, don't even mess with it any further. Get an electrician out there to check the lines. Good luck with that, Matt, and I hope you uh, enjoy that home. You've just heard the best calls and questions from Texas Home Improvement. For more information about our show, go to THIPro.com.